first and fanatic. How's, how's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty good. How are you doing? Good. So this week, me and Ben are going to talk about the NFC East, starting off with the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys were 12-5 and five last year. They were probably one of the best offense in the league. They traded Amari Cooper this offseason, but they're bringing back a lot of their offense, so they should be pretty strong again. Yeah, I think the one of the weaknesses, main weakness in them has always been their defense. They can't get the defense right. I don't know what it is. They brought back uh, Demarcus Lawrence, so that's pretty good. And then uh, Micah Parsons is probably one of the best young players in the league on defense, so... They have some good players. Trevon Diggs, he's one of the better playmakers that they have. So, you know, they have some weapons on defense, but the offense is really, really the focal point of the team. There's a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott this year. Well, I know they did try to bring in like a couple of people for defense, like Demarcus Lawrence, Dorrance Armstrong, Dante Fowler Jr. So they have people, Carlos Watkins. So they did bring in some people to try and help on the defensive side. And then the draft was basically all offense, except for a couple of linebackers. Yeah, Fowler's a good pickup. He's gonna. He's a good pass rusher, so he's gonna be good. You know, pairing again alongside Demarcus Lawrence, they're gonna be all right. They're gonna probably give up a lot of points, but their offense can keep up with them, and you know, maybe they'll make some plays and give the offense a couple extra shots at it. I think they have a really interesting dynamic at receiver because they have C.D. Lamb. He's one of my favorite young receivers in the league. I think he's electric. He crushed the Patriots in that overtime game last year. He's the one that scored the winning touchdown against us. He's, I think he's going to have a lot on his uh, shoulders this year. They're going to throw him the ball a ton. Well, I know that what he called has a lot to prove this year at quarterback. Prescott. Prescott, Dak Prescott. And then the running back situation was Zeke Elliott. Zeke wasn't good. Yeah, he, I don't know what to think of him. I don't know what to make of him. He I've always liked good. him, but he looked like he was getting up there in, in years. Running yeah. backs don't last that long. And he wasn't. Like, whenever he got the ball, you wanted him to make some explosive play, and he just didn't. Yeah. And I was, like, kind of like, all right, well, what are you going to do? I thought they were going to trade him. I really did. I was sitting there thinking this offseason that he would be gone because he showed that he's not a number one back. I mean, not at all. Yeah, he's sort of an albatross because he just has this massive contract. I think, I'm honestly, it would have been good for them to trade him off, but I don't know if anybody wants to take that contract. Tony Pollard's really good, though. He's fast. They're going to use him a lot Yeah, he was explosive. Year. Definitely yeah. explosive. I, I thought that he did better than, than Zeke. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, like, you pay all this money for a player, and you're going to have to put him out there. Yeah. So some people have reported that he's in better shape this year. He's healthy. But I think that it remains to be seen. I mean, if Tony Pollard's a good option for them to give the ball to, though, he was always kind of, like, locked in as Zeke's backup, and now he's a, an actual focal point of their offense. So they're evolving. They have some... Young players coming in, they drafted Tyler Smith on offensive line, and he fits right into that giant offensive lineman prototype that they usually like. He's 6'6", 350 pounds, I think. So they need their offensive line to stay healthy. They have some question marks concerning their durability, but if they can stay healthy, I mean, they're going to be pretty solid 30 points a game, something like that. Yeah, they just got to make sure the other team doesn't score all the points against them too. I mean, sure. Because you got Green Bay, you got Philly. Philly upgraded big time. Then yep. you got Tampa Bay. I mean, so you got all these teams, that, uh, LA, that can like throw up points. So your defense needs to be somewhat good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, especially the Eagles. Maybe we should talk about them next. They went 9-8 and eight last year, and I think they improved a lot. They got A.J. Brown. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Yeah. He's, a, he's a beast of a receiver. So... I just can't believe that the Titans were even willing to, to trade him. Yeah, it's but crazy. The contracts that some players get 
in the league these days, it's inevitable. Some of these amazing young players are going to get traded because the return that the teams get are so good they can't refuse. So between Brown and Devontae Smith, they have two stud receivers that are going to score a lot of points. Yeah, and they also have Zach Pascal, who used to play for Indy. Mm-hmm. He's like one of those slash receivers that like that picks up extra yardage and stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, down low. So I think that's a good pickup for them too. They don't have to necessarily go deep. They got someone that can you know cut across the middle. So they're gonna be they're gonna be fierce. They traded Zach Ertz last year, so they have Dallas Goddard now in in the primary tight end role. He's always been a reliable red zone target, and he's a good weapon in the middle of the field. The pressure's on Jalen Hurts. They they're kind of trying to decide if he's their franchise quarterback or if they're you know going going to go in a different direction. I think he it's his make or break. Yeah, it's like his make or break season. Yeah, and uh, they did a lot to help him. I mean, they also boosted up the defense. You know, they got Jordan Davis in the first round, defensive tackle. Third round, they got Nakobe Dean inside linebacker. I so. wanted both those guys on the Patriots. Right, they, they look like good prospects. Nakobe Dean, especially, he fell in the draft. So. He ended up being a steal. Yeah, he I think did. he was drafted a lot later than most experts were projecting. Yeah, I thought he was supposed to go in like the second round, and he ended up going like all the way down to like the yeah third round. Third round. So, but he also had like off-field issues, I believe. Like, so people didn't want to take chances, or was it injuries? It might have been injuries. Plus, he's five foot eleven, so he's a yeah. little undersized. Yeah, but you know that's what the Patriots were looking for. They were looking for fast defensive linemen. Like our whole defense now is supposed to be fast. So that would have been a good pickup for us. Yeah. So they have they have some good players. They're also bringing back Fletcher Cox, who's one of the best linemen yeah. of the generation, really. He's amazing. Darius Slay, James Bradbury, two lockdown cornerbacks. They might have the best secondary in the division. They also got Jaquiski Tart from the 49ers, and he's been a starter in their defense for years, going back to the 49ers Super Bowl run season. So they have a really veteran, solid secondary, and they're going to need it. It's really competitive in the division this year, a lot of stud receivers. So they have that they upgraded their receiver room, and they have the outside coverage to compete with the rest of the division. Could make the Eagles the top contender for the division this year. Oh, I 100% see it. I think that they're they're going to overtake Dallas. I, I'm just not sold on Dak Prescott. I'm sorry, Dallas fans, I'm just not sold on them. From what I've seen over the years, I just just doesn't seem to have it he puts up a lot of numbers but something about when it comes down to the playoffs he just doesn't come through at the end so nope he ends up choking he leaves the window open for the other teams to take the crown yeah you know what it is like when you see like some of the great champions like brady mahomes aaron Rodgers, they put the nail in the cough like whenever they're playing another team they make sure that that team knows that they're done it's over so if you leave a window open for them they'll come back and win Dak has shown neither one it's funny because that reminds me of when Jalen Hurts was in Alabama and he was the quarterback in the title game and then they benched him at halftime and put in Tua when Tua was a freshman and he brought them back and went to brought the game to overtime and then they won the championship on his touchdown pass. But so that just reminded me of Jalen Hurts. He's he's another guy that just has a lot of question marks. He's clearly uber talented and athletic, but when it comes to winning games at the highest level, when it's crunch time, it still kind of remains to be seen. Yeah, I think all three of them are in, in make or break years, honestly. I mean, Dak got a hefty contract, but you know, if you don't live up to that contract, the team's going to get rid of you. Tua, they brought all kinds of people in. No one thinks he's worthy of it, so then Hurst. I mean, so, it's it, funny. There's a lot of teams like that that loaded up on talent around the quarterback, and now it's 
the pressure is on the quarterback to say, this is your best chance to win some games for us. Yeah. Show, like, show us what you got. <laughs> yep. So moving on to the next team in the division, it's the Washington Commanders. What do you think? <laughs> the the WTF? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the name. What do you think about the, the name? <laughs> hate it. I think it's stupid. <laughs> well, you're going to basically the nickname could be commie. This is awful. It's terrible. I just think it's a reflection of how out of touch they are as an organization. Yeah, they just that's just bad. Is Snyder still in charge of them? Yep. So oh. it's just, uh, I don't know. They are going to do what they want to do, but there's a lot of reports that the leadership in the organization has been really toxic. So yeah. I just think it's a, an obvious reflection that they're out of touch and they don't, I mean, they should have just remained as the Washington football team for yeah. all I care. Yeah. I thought that was a better name than yeah, taking, Commanders. <laughs> I mean, I, I get taking down the Redskins and stuff like that. I really, I think that like a lot of the stuff that they're doing and then have all the people, you know, politically correct is right. I mean, you know, it's, it's absolutely racism and you know at its highest and you can't do that i mean especially it's trying to represent you know all forms of humanity but the commander is just a terrible name. I, <laughs> I just can't get behind it i'm like nope it's also very generic sounding i feel like yeah. that's the one of the five create a team options they give you when you play madden yeah. or something like that i mean commander, <laughs> just a cartoon commander and chief <laughs> <laughs> anyway so they have a new quarterback carson wentz and he's honestly i think that's a huge pickup for them <sighs> I think it he's depends. underrated. It See, my wife loves Carson Wentz, and I got his rookie card. And when he was with <laughs> Philly, like we had high expectations, but he ended up getting hurt all the time. So, and then he went to Indy, and enough said. I didn't think that he was a good fit in Indy, honestly. I didn't think that they wanted to throw the ball. I don't think they supported him with good receivers. They had maybe one good receiver with uh, Michael Pittman, but he's only he was only in his second year and never really took the lead role yet. Pittman's going to be better this year, I think. Uh, Indy now has Matt Ryan too, but I think Carson Wentz. He going back to 2017, the year they won the Super Bowl. He was on MVP pace. He had 33 touchdowns, yep. seven interceptions, and yep. then he got hurt. I think this is going to be much healthier offense for him. He's going to actually run the type of passing game that he's capable of, and he's also athletic. He can run the ball, pick up the first down. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. I mean, I think they're going to be. They also invested a top ten draft pick in Jahan Dotson at wide receiver. I think they're going to be up and coming, underrated going into the season. Yeah, what's the the wide receiver they got? McLaughlin, Terry McLaurin. McLaurin, he's badass. Like yeah. he he, he always nasty. puts up good numbers. So if Wentz can get him and Dotson the ball, yeah, they can put up some numbers. And they should be getting back Curtis Samuel. He was really great on the Panthers two years ago as a kind of like what Debo Samuel and the Niners did last year, like rushing and receiving the ball. And then going into last year, he was hurt, so he barely played. And this year, if he can stay healthy, I think he's going to be one of the main components of their offense, moving the chains, setting up one-on-ones for McLaurin down the field. Yeah, they got. They have some explosive players, and they got J.D. McKissick. It wasn't it from um, San Fran. Good running back. So they got like playmakers. Yeah, McKissick has always been the guy who can come in on third down and, and catch passes. So he's he's an actual good receiver. He's not just a like a running back that can swing out to the sideline and and catch a dump off. Like McKissick is actually a good receiver. So him and Antonio Gibson, solid one-two punch at running back. Yeah, I think they're going to they be have some players. I honestly, I honestly think that. And you know, it's funny. Their defense has always been good. Like they're always known. Like every time someone says the Washington Redskins, oh, sorry, Washington Football Team, Washington Commanders, Washington, whatever you want to be called, Washington. <laughs> so 
they, they've always said, you know, their defense, their defense. And they're right. The defense is usually really stellar. So I'm kind of interested to see what they do with some kind of offense. Yeah, they have Chase Young back, who uh, missed about half the season last year. And he was coming off one of the best seasons ever for a defensive lineman going into last year. So he's back. I hope he stays healthy because he's going to torment guys like Dak Prescott, who have the Cowboys have a lot of pressure on their offensive line to return to form. Some of those guys proved that the veterans still got it, and Chase Young can be the player in the division that messes that all up. Wouldn't that be nice to see? Not that I don't, I, I don't have nothing against Dallas. I think more or less I'm just frustrated with Dallas because like every year I'm like, oh, they're going to be really good. They're going to be really good, and they're just not. Sure. I mean, they haven't won the Super Bowl in, what, 30 years or something like that? Or uh, Troy Aikman was oh. the last one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I like Troy. <laughs> okay, last but not least, and how far we have fallen New York Giants fans, New York Giants, what do you think? <laughs> Okay, I really like their new coach, Brian Dayball. And they also got their new GM, Joe Shen, also from the Bills. So I feel like Dayball deserves a lot of credit for the way the Bills have played the last few years. Yeah, They had Josh Allen, who's super athletic, but raw quarterback. And they turned him into possibly the best quarterback in the league right now going into the year. Obviously, that's arguable, but... So I think it's going to be really interesting. Daniel Jones is kind of a similar prototype to Josh Allen. He's big, athletic, fast. He can run. But he just, something about his passing, his accuracy, the way that he takes sacks and fumbles the ball, it's really raw. And I want to see Dayball mold him into a better player like Josh Allen. Yeah, he needs fundamentals. He it uh-huh. seems like he's lost his fundamentals. You know, it's like like his accuracy and his fundamentals. He just needs like to be the whole off season. Like he should be like just throwing the ball and you know in his head. Listen, if you're gonna take a sack, take the sack. If if you can get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball. But don't do anything stupid. I 100% agree. And they invested on the offensive line. Yeah. They spent a top 10 pick on Evan Neal. He's a massive lineman from Alabama. He's gonna come yep. in right away and start and. They also got better on on defense. They drafted another top 10 defensive lineman, Kayvon Thibodeau. So they have a lot of, I would say, like top tier athletes on their team. Yes. But they've been so disorganized. I mean, they only won four games last year. So there's only one direction they can go. You got to go up. <laughs> this is, there's there's a lot of question marks though. Saquon Barkley hasn't performed in a couple years. He's Injury been hurt. Problem. Kenny Galladay, same thing. They signed him to a huge contract as a free agent. He's been completely invisible. Sterling Shepard, good player, but he just tore his Achilles last year, so he's still he's starting training camp on the PUP. And then I think my favorite player on the Giants is Kadarius Tony. He's like one of the most shiftiest, like fastest wide receivers he was a rookie last year in the first round and he was hurt a lot he had one game though he had 10 catches for 180 yards against the cowboys like really showed his potential how he kind of reminds me of a tyree kill sort of player like if he can stay healthy and they can actually get him the ball hopefully daniel jones can improve tony could be the next tyree kill like he's that uber talented he's so yeah, he's so explosive. He's electric. And I really want to see him have a great season. Well, I think like one of the things they did was they invested a shit ton of money in Nate Solder, and he did not perform at all while he was there. Yep. Uh, he let them down big time. He got all that money, and like their sacks were like ridiculous. I mean, they like ran all over the, the that offensive line and damn near killed Jones. So hopefully he can stay on his feet to get the ball to people. I always like when the Patriots win. They'll, they'll draft a guy, they'll win a couple championships, and then the player earned his, his money, so they just let him walk. They say, thank you for your service. Thanks for winning us a couple Super Bowls. Go get paid by the Giants. And then they give him a massive contract, and he rides off into the sunset. Yeah, one thing... I feel like get, that's what happened with Solder. Uh, one thing you got to say about the Patriots 
is they will not overspend on someone. They will like if, if it's free agency and they're like, you know what? Nope. And like they're like, you're not worth it. Go get your money. Yeah, you, most, you earned it. Most teams someone else like, will pay you. Yeah, most teams will be like, oh, you're crazy. Let that person go. Like Ty Law. Like there's a whole list of them, and well, except for Brady, I would like to say that we should not have let Brady go, <laughs> but that was just ridiculous. But like all these defensive players, they're like, oh no, you should never let that guy go, and then they go and they underperform at other places, and what do they come back to? The Patriots. <laughs> so yeah, their offensive line, they definitely are going to be better this year. I think their coaching staff, it's going to be really supportive for Daniel Jones. So it's hard to say the Giants are looking up because they were so bad last year, but. They have some some players, and they have some structure in place that can, we can see some improvement. Well, there's certain teams in the it's NFL. Predict, there's certain teams in the NFL that if you look at, and when they do good, the league does good, like the Dallas Cowboys, the Giants. So, like, they need to be better because for some reason, whenever the Giants do good, the league does good. I don't know if they're going to stick with Daniel Jones too much longer. They also signed Tyrod Taylor, who's a serviceable backup. Not saying, you know, there's a QB battle there. They're going to, but they just denied Daniel Jones' fifth year option. So this is kind of the Giants saying, if you're not the guy, we're just going to move on from you. And next year, we're going to find someone of our choosing. So another, it's, got, it's been a weird period of time for the Giants since they drafted Jones. Since Eli Manning retired, they haven't really done anything. <laughs> true, true. And I would just like to say I'm not a Giants fan. You guys robbed us as two Super Bowls, but that's beside the point. <laughs> that was a holding penalty in the first one you won, by the way. It should have been called. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think that, you know, hopefully they do good. I mean, I'd like to see them do good. I'd like for the Giants fan base to have a good team. I'd like to see this competitiveness in the NFC East. I mean, it's much more fun when all four of those teams are doing well, you know? I agree. I like it when there's competition in the NFC East. I feel like all those teams have bitter rivalries with each other. I don't think there's any one dominant team. Like, the Giants won a couple Super Bowls. The Eagles won a couple. The Washington and Cowboys won a bunch back a couple decades ago. So each team has had their turn at the top, and it's also been kind of a carousel. So it's always, it's always exciting to watch the, the NFC East battle it out. Yeah, it reminds me of, like, the AFC North with Pittsburgh and all them, because that's like sure. such a good rivalry. All of them have such great rivalries. I mean, the team could be mm-hmm. terrible, but then they go to those other cities and they just perform their hearts out. So And I, yeah, they just hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> they all, they all want to win. They all want the belt. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's gonna, they all have a lot of explosive receivers. They all have veteran running backs. They have quarterbacks who are young and still have a lot to prove. A lot of make or break situations and also a lot of question marks on defense so it, it's a good setup for some volatility so i have nothing else to add you got anything you want to put in not much giants suck though <laughs> i still think you robbed us of super bowls so anyway that's all for first in fanatic